Welcome to another episode of The Gary Hour. I'm your host, Gary Levitt. This week, I talked to musician and entrepreneur Jeff Padovani, who about five years ago started seeing spirits and being able to communicate with the spirits. We're going to learn about the spirit energy and how it correlates with humans and our energy. And maybe there's something to learn here. This is uh, pretty wild stuff. I think you're going to be entertained and thought-provoked. This episode is brought to you by Future Moments, makers of mobile apps for content creation. Are you a songwriter, filmmaker, podcaster, voiceover artist? Go to the App Store and search for Future Moments because they have a mobile app that can make your life easier. Okay, thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. There's information in the show notes. If you like the show, tell your friends, subscribe, spread the word. All right, Jeff Padovani, thanks for being here. Hey, it's great to be here, Gary. Awesome to see you. Yes. It's been a while. It has been a while, and a lot has changed for you since I've seen you last. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's try and start from the beginning of this big change. You you had a... Well, you've become clairvoyant? <laughs> no labels, Gary. No labels. <laughs> um, well, that's part of it, yes. Okay, but what brought this on? Was it a sickness? Actually... An illness? Um, it brought it back. Okay. Um, Did you know you had it? Yes and no. I actually kind of squashed it all down when I was a kid. I had some issues as a kid when I, whenever I'd go to a an event, something that was very charged, like a party or anything that got me kind of wound up. Mm-hmm. Almost every time when I was home at night, I would be up all night because there would be fifteen people in my room. And as a kid, it would freak me out. I would see shadows and people just like not real people like ghosts of people well yeah but i didn't even know that's what it was i was kind of i was kind of trancy i would sit up in bed and i would just sit there because i felt embarrassed to go to sleep in front of all these people Uh um like because i was supposed to be there for them i didn't really understand what i was supposed to be there for but like i knew that i was supposed to be there and then so you never masturbated as a kid Well, define as a kid. <laughs> you, you just become quite an exhibitionist. <laughs> so, I, you know, by morning, I would be exhausted, and my mother would be like, why aren't you sleeping? And I would say, well, there's all these people in my room, and of course, that's not an acceptable answer. At what age kid. is this? Oh, this started when I was like three. Okay. Um, so, this went on for a while, and I, I kind of stopped talking about it, because I was just kind of ridiculed for it so um but it was very stressful i used to actually barricade my door a lot of times like i thought i could keep them out of my room if i put things door i mean it was like goonies i would make like weapons and things yeah not that anything ever happened to me but it would scare me did Uh, you think they were real like there in the flesh i didn't i knew they weren't like people people but they were people i don't know it's kind of hard to explain they were um 
I, I didn't have the, the words to explain what it was, and I had no one to tell me. I just couldn't understand why all these people would show up in my room and what did they want from me, but I knew I was supposed to do something. I just didn't know what it was. Um, what were they doing in your room? Were they-, they would just stand there and look at me a lot of times. Were, they, were, you having, were you able to have a conversation? It was more feeling. Okay. I would get a sense of um, sadness. I'd get a sense of anger. I'd get a sense of um, like longing. Uh-huh. Um, so you're getting these emotions from them. Yeah, it was, it was all about the, the energetics of emotions, which I didn't know at the time. And so this went on till about age 12, and then I discovered weed mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and alcohol. Yeah, can't imagine <laughs> that helping. <laughs> Well, actually, it shut it down. Uh-huh. It completely shut it down, and I felt much more—I don't know—at peace, somewhat. I could sleep. Yeah, um, it wasn't so noisy in my head. So this went on. <laughs> for, what time is it, Gary? <laughs> <laughs> till till just a second ago. <laughs> It went Wait. on for a long time, okay? I'm, I'm not going to get specific, but let's just say that it's always been part of my life. It has been. Are there other people in this room besides us two right now? <laughs> right now, I'm completely blocking anything like that. Okay. Um, that was kind of an important skill to uh, develop, I imagine. Yeah, you it, have to. It's one of the first things, actually, I learned how to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, about five years ago, I got really sick. Um, I couldn't understand what was wrong with me. The doctors couldn't figure it out. I started out with gallbladder disease. I turned into acute pancreatitis. Um, I was swollen up like a balloon. I was so toxic because my pancreas was devouring itself. So I was in tons of pain. Wow. Um, it was scary. They were like, we don't know what's going on here. This could be you know, life-threatening. And I just, it went on and on and on. And so I finally kind of got frustrated with that. And I took matters into my own hands. And I totally cleaned up my act and... No alcohol, nothing, a really specific diet. Um, and I took a meditation mm-hmm. and I started fasting because I needed to rest my system so it could heal. And it worked. It absolutely took care of it. How long would you fast for? Um, I would do intermittent fasting, which is awesome because it's, it's not hard. You just don't eat after 7 o'clock and don't eat again until 11 the next day. Mm-hmm. That's enough time to burn off the glycogen in your body and give your system a, a reset. Yeah. So... Um, so I think the combination of these things, it brought, shit got real. It really did. Yeah. It brought things back like intensely. And it, it started with um, what I thought was a haunting in my house. Um, yeah. This is while you were sick. No, it's when I was better. It's when I was going through, I was meditating, I was fasting. Okay. I was um, really, everything had been really cleared up in my life. Okay, wait, let me, let me, <laughs> let me slow this down and bring this back. Okay. Okay, so... From 3 to 12, you saw people around you. Were they around you outside of your room, like if you were on a... It was uh, sometimes, but it was mostly at night, and it was mostly my room. And, and like I said, it, it was after I was in any kind of emotionally charged environment. Mm-hmm. It would like would trigger it. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't every single night. It was, it, it's like it was after something that got... I can't even explain it. It had to be something that charged me up. It would sort of activate this... Was it always a negative charge, or would it no. be like if you were super happy? Yes, yeah, super happy would work too. Absolutely, it was uh-huh. it was just a charge. Uh huh. So, and then you started drinking and smoking pot at like twelve, and it yes. went. They they disappeared. Gone. Sleep like a baby. Yeah. So, how long <laughs> did you do that for until they? I mean, that's a long time. I've a long time. Till uh, right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, till like five years ago, I was pretty much on and off. I've 
Gary, I'm a musician. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, but you, you, caught, you, I mean, you could smoke every day, but you can't really get drunk enough. I wasn't like a, I, I wasn't like drinking the, you know, the <laughs> drinking the mouthwash when there was nothing in the house. It was not like that. Right, uh, just you know, a couple of glasses of wine or whatever. So but they still, stayed away from you were twelve till five years ago. Um, sort of. Okay. I sort of. Though, and you're older than forty five. We'll say. I will. Yes, I am. <laughs> I am. But I'm actually going backwards right now. So ah, oh, a little well, Benjamin yes, Button. Space continuum. Yes. <laughs> um, I had moments though during that period, but I was very good at like, nope, that didn't happen. Nope, I didn't see that. I was in some major denial about uh-huh. it because I really didn't. I wasn't interested in going there at right. all. Would you ever try and talk to them and reason with them to just leave you alone? Um, that doesn't. It doesn't work. It, it's not like a regular conversation. I can now very easily make it not happen. Um, mm-hmm. But before, I, I didn't know how. I, I had nobody to explain this to me. And being a kid, being a kid, I was told that I just had a runaway imagination. You're just imagining everything. Um, you know, it's okay. What do I know? You're very emotional. You're imagining these things. Just stop, stop doing that. So for all those years, you must have thought you were nuts. Yeah, pretty much. I knew it was different, but I didn't know. I just didn't understand. I'm like, okay, I'm sensitive and I'm, I'm, I have an imagination. Holy cow, my imagination can make me see things. That's pretty weird. But it seemed very real to you. So yeah. did you think that you were crazy or did you think that they just didn't see what you were seeing? Um, it, a little of both. I think mostly, as a kid, I didn't think I was crazy. I just didn't understand why this was happening to me. And I felt like, sometimes I felt like I was being punished. Like I did something wrong and that's why this is happening and I have to suck it up and just like ride you- it on. Like you did something wrong in this life or a past life? I wasn't aware of even that concept, Okay, although I am now. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so five years ago, they yes. come back into your life. After, I, after being really sick and then coming out of the sickness mm-hmm. is when things got, like, it just came back like a freight train. Was this because you stopped yeah, I stopped clouding. Yeah, self stop medicating, mm-hmm. and I think the meditation definitely. I kind of was going inward and opening my mind up again, really opening it, and um, that's amazing what you'll find in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that is when it started. Like I said, it started with a haunting. What I thought, and would always, it would only happen in my studio, which was weird. At night, when I was playing guitar, it start. My dogs wouldn't come in the studio anymore, which I thought was strange. And I started feeling like it would get really cold in there, and my hair would start standing on end. And I just felt like when I was playing, I felt like somebody was standing right behind me, looking over my shoulder, and it was just not a good feeling. Um, Are any of these people repeat people? This particular first incident was definitely went on with the same entities again and again and again till I went and got help. Okay, so when they came back into your life five years ago, was it one person? Was it a group of people? It was five. Five people. Yeah. And can you see them? Did they have a physical no. appearance? I did not see anything at the time. All I, um, I just felt intensely um, what was happening, what the um, overall emotional quality of what was going on. I... I didn't know at the time that I was clairsentient, which is a form of clair- clairvoyance, but it's mm-hmm. a actual sensitivity to energy. We are all energy. We all, that's, yeah. you know, everything is energy, right? Yeah. And t- pretty much us humans, we're like, we're spirits inside meat suits. That's pretty much what we are. Right. <laughs> I mean, when you die, you, you do go on. I'm not going to tell you you go on to a fluffy cloud or a burning pit or anything like that, but you do go on yeah. based on what you learned while you were here. So do you think that these people that you're seeing are 
ghosts of other people that have passed? Yes, yes. You do? Yes, sometimes residual hauntings, sometimes spirits get trapped here because they're caught up in their own stuff that they just, you know, like, especially with suicides and homicides, like uh, deaths that were just quick or that were very unexpected or the person doesn't even know they're dead mm. and their spirit is kind of locked in this emotional, energetic, I don't know, I, I, what do yeah. I know? That's just my take on it. I have two questions. Sure. Uh, one is, uh, are these the same people that you saw as a kid? Are they co- are these people connected to you, or are they connected to a location? That's that's a really good question. Thank um, you. <laughs> yes, you in the back. Um, <laughs> actually, um, I I sought help for this situation. Yeah. And this is when I started finding things out. I was talking to my business coach, who's a real corporate guy, and he was like, "Hey, Jeff, you making any music in the studio?" And I felt embarrassed, and I was like, "I'm actually a little freaked out in my studio these days." And he was like, why? And I told him about these incidents. And Gary, they got progressively more intense. I was getting touched. I was getting, which was like unnerving, yeah. to say the least. You'd feel a physical touch. Oh, right? yeah. Like wow. grabbing the back of my head. Um, wow. Grabbing my arm. Like, hey, pull, like being pulled. Like pulled over here. Come over here. Play more guitar. Like it would really happen when I was playing guitar. And um, so he recommended that he's like, well, and he, you know, he says I'm not... Uh, I don't really know anything about that world, but I actually know a pretty renowned medium who clears houses. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's interesting. So like a ghostbuster. Yeah, pretty much, exactly. So he said, call her. She can help you out. And I called her. Oh, she's like a reboot. She's, <laughs> she's the female reboot. Great. <laughs> yeah. So I called her, and she tuned in to me, however she does. And she's like, we need to talk more. This is, I, don't, I, don't, I have this feeling it's not your house. Um, so she had me call another number of a trance medium. And she said, I need you to leave a message on her machine. She just needs your voice. Uh-huh. So I was like, uh, this is Jeff leaving a message on your machine. This is my message by Jeff. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I left a message. Next day, I get a conference call from four mediums. Wow. I was like, this is getting serious here. And um, they all got a similar message at the same time because uh, I guess my voice set this off. I don't know. Um, uh-huh. Anyway. I had an attachment that had come home from a gig with me. I was playing all these mansions because I was doing weddings back, you know, back in the day. I'd right. do, and I would do a lot down towards Westchester here in the city, yeah. these higher-end weddings. And so I'd be playing in all these old mansions. And the story was... <laughs> this is what the mediums told The you. medium said, and they didn't know anything about me. They just knew my first name. They said, we get this sent formal events. You're somehow involved in some kind of formal events. And there's you're an artist of some type. But... For every reason, this spirit related to you very deeply and, and attached himself to you and came home with you and four others followed him into your house. And that's why all of a sudden you start having all these problems. They just want to be around you because you've got your hand up in the air. They all see you right now. I was like, what? <laughs> Can I just say that the lights just dimmed in here and that never happens? Um, I'm going to talk about that too in a second. That happens a lot when I'm getting into this. Um, are these people with you now? Yeah, there's something here right now. There um, is? Yeah, it's okay. It's is it five of them? No. No, not five, but yeah, there's, there's, some, there's some spirit energy right here in this room right now. Do, are they taking the form of humans? Yeah, they're just here. They're not, there's nothing. It's, it's not a negative thing. It's just a, it's just a thing. Okay. Um, it's, I kind of dropped everything down and started opening up when we started talking, and mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting like the chill now and stuff, but this, it affects, I have a very strong energetic 
quality. I, I was told I'm a generator. I don't really know exactly what that means, but I, I have a lot of problems with electronics these days because of it. Actually, I was in a hotel three weeks ago and I had to keep getting a new uh, room key card every day because I kept erasing them. Every time I put them in my pocket, I would erase them. Uh-huh. So I was like the joke of the hotel, like, oh, there's a guy with the magnets in his pockets. So I'm yeah. like, well, not really, but okay. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway. Uh, so the energy is, is operating like a waveform. It, yes. It's, um, you know, it's funny. I'm, Gary, I was an atheist my whole life. I'm not, I'm not a woo-woo guy kind of thing. Like This came up and hit me upside the head, and I sort of had to start taking stock in it. But, um, uh, you know, it is what it is. I've sort of ignored it for too long, and then I said, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm, yeah. it sort of changed everything. Uh-huh. Okay, so these people, the, these mediums called, and they said that oh, right. these spirits have attached themselves to the you. The one had attached itself to me. His name was Conrad. He has a name. He had a name. Oh, definitely. And he had a message and everything. Um, he died young. Oh, he's an actual person. He was a musician. Okay. And he died young. And here I was doing my thing. And I, I kind of channel a little bit when I play sometimes. Like, I don't think about what I'm going to play. I just play when I was doing these cocktail hours. It was just an instrumental, just whatever came out. Came yeah, out. you just improvise. Just improvise the whole thing. And for whatever reason, I really spoke to him. But I think because I go into a little trancey thing when I do it. And mm-hmm. I think I was very open. And also, I had no idea about protection yet. Um, I've been read the riot act on that since then by from other mediums. Like, and learning about, you know, you really need to kind of protect yourself a little bit. Right. Energetically. and Not be too vulnerable. Well, like, wide, you're wide open. And if you're not... If you're not vibrating at a higher frequency where they can't even come at you, apparently I'm not. I'm a low life in certain. At the time, I wasn't. I was yeah, in, can't you attract some millionaires? To this I was little? attracting <laughs> more the looking for help, troubled sort of vibe. Um, so, have you researched this guy Conrad? Is it, he's an I actual? Couldn't, I couldn't. I didn't know where to go with it. All I had was a first name. Um, okay. and they didn't have a last name for me, and it was. And at the time, I was kind of overwhelmed by this whole story. Like, are you serious? Right. You know. But the funny thing is, one the the trans medium, tr- trans she gave me a message from him, and everything lifted. That was all he he needed to speak his truth. Mm-hmm. That is the that is the moral to this story, and this is the moral to, of the story that I'm going to say to everyone. Yeah. Is you need to speak your truth. If you yeah. speak your truth, if you don't live in your truth, you are going to pay on a cellular level. You are going to pay by probably repeating whatever lesson you never learned again. Live in the truth. Truth is love. That's the ultimate place to be. Is in in the truth. Yeah, it's like that for many different things. I totally mean, liberating yourself. It is. It's incredibly liberating. The truth sets you free. It does. It's not bullshit. I yeah. swear to God. Well, you tried from when you were 12 till five years ago. I, to... I wasn't living in the truth. Right. And when I came into it, it's like my health got dramatically better. Um, it's it's crazy. I mean, I, these gifts kind of really started taking hold and... Um, my biggest challenge to all this has been the ego, um, because the ego will get in the way and say, you're imagining this, or we either knock it down or we'll make you do stupid things with it. And um, I've done some stupid things. <laughs> so, What would be a stupid thing? A stupid thing is blurting out something you know about someone that you see in their future or their past when they didn't ask you. Oh, so this is, not, this is, on a, this is something different than the spirits or... Do you call them no, spirits it's or all, people? No, it's all part of the same thing. It's spirit. We're all spirits. That's that's it. Like I said, right now, you and I, we're spirits in our meat suits. We're, we've right. got meat space suits on right now. Yeah. <laughs> but this guy, Conrad, is he here now? No, he moved on. He, he, spoke, he spoke his truth. And that he, was the point. And 
and it all of a sudden the dogs came back in the studio it was like the light like uh-huh. it just like the air felt totally different um at the moment though i thought oh it's psychosomatic they told me this so i feel good about it it's, therefore my dog knows i feel good about it therefore mm. you know i mean i can rationalize the shit out of anything sure i'm a very rational logical person so i that's what i thought so i'm on vacation about four weeks later i'm in colorado and i'm staying in this old hotel and it's about three o'clock in the morning and i get i feel somebody uh, stroking my arm uh-huh. and i thought it was my wife until so I roll over, and she's on the way over on the other side of this king-size bed. And I roll over, and there's a woman leaning over me, uh-huh. kind of bent over me. I, I knew it was a woman, but she was kind of more of a black shape. Um, so you can imagine the pucker factor of, of waking up to this person leaning over you in the dark at 3 o'clock in the morning. Like, holy shit, like, roll over. I didn't see that. No, that's still there. Yeah. Hair standing on end. Didn't really sleep much more that night. I was like, what just happened? Um so I researched the hotel, and sure enough, there's like three very well-known, this woman who killed herself up on their floors, wanders around, and she, because she decided to come and say, hey. There's been other te- Yeah, it's been reported. Yeah, I, I didn't know about this until afterwards. But, wow. So I thought, that's interesting, that mm-hmm. I would, what are the odds that I would see this? I mean, randomly, people see things now and then. Um, Do you think she wanted anything in particular? Yeah, she, she knew that I could see her. Uh-huh. So I think that's part of it, is like, help me. I don't know if the full consciousness is there in, in a trap that may be just an element of a spirit sometimes. Like mm-hmm. a, I think that's what's... Uh, honestly, I don't really know that much about... Uh, there are people who are experts in this, like a residual haunting. Sometimes it's almost like a... It's almost like the energy of the emotion is left behind, and it's in a loop. Like they're stuck in an in-between place. In an in-between place, right. Or part of them is. or That's the part that's really hard. Like you leave... You ever walk into a room where an argument just took place and the people are gone, but the, you can still feel it in the room? Yeah, yeah. That's We all have clairvoyant abilities. We all have. This is not a, a magical thing. It's a it's almost like a dormant quality that we haven't really developed, but some people it's cranked up open more. And you can actually, anybody can get their clairvoyant abilities increased. You, anybody mm-hmm. can. If you want to, you can have it, but, but it takes work. If you put your focus and attention you, on it. You have to focus on it. You have to do work every day. I work on it every day. I mean, I kind of do that when I walk into a subway car. I'll walk in slowly and just kind of sense the energy of the car in case there's a crazy person. Yes, yes. Think about that. What a great safety, you know, that sense, that sixth sense of something is telling me this is a dangerous situation. Yeah. There's something I should go the other way. It's like, now, what is that? Could it be pheromones? I don't know. But I, I don't believe, I believe, yes, that's part of, part of our sensory system. But our energetic ability to sense is it's incredible i mean it's overwhelming to me sometimes now that i'm truly tapped into it um what it can tell you about someone um what is the dominant emotion that's leading them in their decision making and is it going to cost them in the end because they're living in fear or there's there this anger that they're not even in touch with Mm -hmm. but i mean i feel like that kind of sensing of a subway car is not even on the same level as seeing people that have died that's um mediumship is a different um like all psychics are not mediums but all mediums are psychics okay it's a and different... psychic isn't just seeing the future no and i i can't tell if i could i would freaking nail those lotto numbers and right say see ya bitches and i'd be off doing my thing. <laughs> exactly <laughs> but it yeah. doesn't i can't predict the future but i do get flashes of possible futures and sometimes it's very frightening for instance i had to go to vegas two months ago and I had I get these dreams, and they're not like a typical dream. It's almost like a download, and it's 
wakes me up. Your plane's not going to make it. Your plane's not going to make it. So where do I go to? I'm going to freaking die. I'm, I'm freaking out, right? Yeah. Like I go full flip out. I'm going to fucking die. What did I, you know? What do you do? Do you get on the plane? Or are you listening? To well, then five days later, I get an email. Your plane's been canceled. All your flights are canceled. You're going to have to make other arrangements. Wow. So I took it and went to the fear place. Right. But it wasn't, you know. So, you know, that's the interpretation of the signal sometimes can get a little screwy based on your own um, perspective or worldview. And maybe I was feeling fearful. I feel mm -hmm. like I'm going to sneeze right now. Need a tissue? Yes, that would be great. Thank you. So you didn't get on the plane. The plane was canceled. <laughs> plane, I, and I lived, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm flesh here. I can tell you've lived. <laughs> That's good. Yes. Or it seems that way. <laughs> yes. So do you feel like your mission now is to kind of, I mean, if you have this ability to free these people that are caught in the in-between. Yes. Um, that's part of it, I think. You know, the funny thing is, Gary, their issues are, are, their issues are no different than living spirit, dead spirit. It's really, it's energy. It's not that much different. The things that are screwing them up. is trapped you, energy. It's tra and think of it like a metaphor for us. Right. What screws you up? What emotion has got you in a loop? What fear is holding you back from like you're 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 robbing your future by being stuck in a fear that doesn't exist there's anymore. a lot of things there's indecision which is a big mm -hmm. uh not living your truth like we said before yes yeah totally so you think that's what these spirits are dealing with that's what they're struggling with and i think um trauma i think it's a combination of things um i think it gets into some pretty strange things that i don't really understand mm -hmm. um you know, I've, it's funny since I've entered this world, now I'm in a different community of people that I was never around before. All the mediums and psychics. Yes, yes. It's funny how they find each other. I've been approached like out of nowhere, like uh, my spirit guide says I'm supposed to talk to you. I had this happen to me um, in this restaurant. And it was, she's like, I'm really sorry. And I don't want to interrupt you, but I just, I had to come talk to you because I kept getting the push. I need to come over here and speak with you because you're like me. And, Wow. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. She just out of nowhere. You. This has happened a couple of times. and But I get that because of I've reached out to people that I get a, um, I call it like a ping or like I get a nudge. I see a name and I'm like, I have to talk to them and tell them something. And I don't know what I'm supposed to tell them till I mm. tell them. And then, but I've tuned that, pulled that back a little bit because they didn't ask me for that. And I didn't, that's breaking the rules. Okay. Can I, can I ask you for, can sure. I ask you if there are, uh, spirits here right now? Um, right now, I've kind of cranked up. I really don't want anything kind of poking around in my head when I'm talking to you. So it's, mm -hmm. um, I'm feeling like I build like a shield around myself. This is something I learned in energy science is it's part of protecting yourself because sure. we're in the city here and there's a lot happening here yeah the energetics are intense i don't really do well in cities right because <laughs> it's just it's stimulation it's, overload it's stimulation overload it's a little stressful um mm -hmm. so i've kind of cranked it up and i dipped it before when we were speaking and i immediately i felt like things were encroaching and i didn't really want to i, I kind of said uh -uh, i don't if there are people here now with us do they belong to you or do they belong to this apartment no they belong to this area they belong. They're here. They're. I don't. You know. I don't know the history of this building. The, they're Ridgewood, New York. Could spirits. be. Could be. Um, you know. It's funny. It's not always a straight line. How someone ends up somewhere. Um, there are lost souls that can wander. There are attachments where something can come from somewhere else and be brought here. For all you know, one of your neighbors um, is a sensitive, and they don't know they're a sensitive. That's a type of. Um, 
it's a form of I don't want to give you the best uh, definition for it, but sensitives will pick up the spirit energy. A lot of times they're, they're like cl- over empathetic. They're yeah, they're 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 empaths possibly, empaths, but right. a lot of times they are not aware they are. They just are sensitive and they're they feel affected all the time. But they can they very much can suffer from attachments a lot, where spirit literally attaches itself because it wants to feed off the energy, right. and it feels like it's whole again by being attached to you. Uh huh. So you've blocked them out right now. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm. I'm all about the blocking it out. Is, is it hard? Like, what if we try to open up and take the block away? Is um, it too hard? No, it's not that it's too hard. It's. I get. It sometimes is very uncomfortable because I don't really have an intent. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm letting this in, and I have no. I don't know where to take it. Like, I'm kind of a rookie. I'm not right. really. Here's the thing. Like with me, I, I have mediumship abilities but i'm not really i don't think i'm a medium like i don't they don't sit here and have conversation with me like you see these mediums on tv and they're like oh and bob says that he really misses cutting your lawn and that's a beautiful your hair looks great these days like i'm kind of blown away by that a little bit i just get this overwhelming emotional feeling from them and um that's the clairsentient part it's reading energy and emotion and energy are and that's the same thing um, which unfortunately can be painful sometimes. It can really be. It can really throw you off. Um, sometimes you can uh, clairsentience can experience the feelings of the death of the person, which is not something that's really enjoyable. Like if they were, had cancer, you might feel really sick all of a sudden, like uh-huh. and, um, or exhausted, or your head's pounding, or your arms killing you, or whatever. You know, I don't know what you've had that happen to you. I've definitely had some uncomfortable feelings that I did not like. They were not my own, and it's the thing you can feel it coming on, and it's not yours. Right. So you want to rid it, and you can when you can control the energy in your body somewhat, your spirit energy. You can eject that because we are we have seniority on this in this plane that we're on we yeah. are the bosses here we have we've been given free choice that free choice means a lot actually i didn't realize what it meant but it's a big freaking deal actually but not necessarily if these spirits are creeping up on you you have to learn how to right. develop your free choice and, right ex- yes thank you that's a really good point we are we all given this but we're not all aware that we have this power of choosing right and a lot of times people who suffer from these hauntings, which they happen all over the place, the haunting phenomena, ghost phenomena is a very, com- it's pretty common these days. Um, people don't realize that they didn't actually, maybe you need to tell it to get the hell out of your house and be really firm about it because it's your house. And in most cases, that'll do it right there. You've, have you had to ask spirits to leave your I house? Have, I have definitely shown them the door before, yes. And how do you do that? Do you speak out loud in English? Um, I usually swear a little bit just because I... You know, I'm from Jersey and I swear, uh-huh. um, but it's not, I don't think that's a necessary, it's like an, in, not an, in, get the fuck out of my house. It's right. not an incantation, <laughs> but it's like, it's, it's almost like a hello from where I'm from. Um, yeah. Are there, I imagine there's uh ceremonies and stuff. There are, you... there's you know, sage, you know, there's a lot of stuff that comes from the American Indians, um, saging sage, the house. Yeah. That is definitely smoking the house out. It's ritual. Ritual is very important because it's got intent behind it. And the Jersey rituals, get the fuck get out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> But, you know, it's so close to a greeting. How the fuck you doing? Right, right. <laughs> you confuse the spirits. Wait, you want me here? Or you just get the fuck out of here. Sometimes that means, hey, I love you, you know? Well, I've heard that before with the uh, with the sage, how it clears the energy of it, a room. It, it helps. It's not really like a, a guaranteed thing. It depends mm-hmm. on the... I've also... Spirits have different qualities of energy and some are more powerful than others and some been here much longer right and are the ones that have been here longer more powerful sometimes yes but aren't they the more frustrated because they want to be set free sometimes 
You know, I've heard um, mediums talk about this where sometimes they've almost are just this is what they are. They become this thing that maybe they're just become pissed off and they've, they've embodied it to the point of that's all they are. It's almost like just an, uh, this emotion. I'm not even called intelligent uh-huh. where there are intelligent hauntings where there is you can actually interact with this spirit where some of it's just raw energy emotion poltergeisty sort of stuff where it's not anything linguistic it's not going to have a conversation with you right. but it is going to fuck with you you right. know if it can because it's a chaotic uh, energy that's what it is you know are there some that are positive and productive they wouldn't be here for the most case that doesn't uh. mean like for instance um, when a medium is speaking to a relative that's it's a loving relative that's passed they're not really here they're actually sort of piercing the veil because mediums kind of live with one foot in two different dimensions a little bit um so you're speaking with them and they are using they're channeling through you a message but um they are because they are around you but they're not around you in the sense of we think very linear you know what i mean and there's it's a multiverse there's time is not linear none of it is but we live in a you know we live in little boxes as humans Mm -hmm. and what we believe and so it's very easy to see something in front of us behind us and that's the way it works you know can you tell what time these people are from like if you look at someone you'd be like oh they look like they're from the 30s um i had this experience recently i was at a um yes and i haven't had this it's funny it's been developing in me i i was always like what it's like i was just overwhelmed like holy shit there's a dead person there yeah um but i've gotten past that thank thankfully I mean, do they look like zombies no or? okay but sometimes they can be just injured the, what where they were left the state of where they and also i i almost feel like sometimes they can kind of control how they manifest a little bit uh-huh so maybe they want to be more intimidating looking than they actually are but it's just the facade as we do as humans. We have our facades and the way we puff up and the way right. I, they're people. They, they aren't anything but people. They're just not in this plane. You know, they're in a different place. Um, I forgot totally what the... Richard, so, have you seen people from yes, different... Yes, yes. Okay, right. I was in uh, at a class I took recently. I'm actually an NLP pr- practitioner. And this is... Neuro-linguistic kind of program. And it goes right along with... Um, it really helps with what the other things I do because mm-hmm. a lot of it's clearing out old charges of things. And we actually hold their experiences in our life that have a charge that drain our energy. Um, but you can clear all that out. That's another story. But anyway, I was watching the instructor and I saw this old man standing in the back of the room and it didn't, when I see someone, I say, I saw someone, there's something that triggers it. And then in my head, I see it, but then it's, there's almost like an afterburn that I see. Like if you look at a light bulb, we yeah. see that. That's what it looks like to me. Like the flash comes in my head, and then I can see the afterburn of the person in the room. So it's like a silhouette burn. Almost. But it was an old guy, and he was wearing a, a cap that looked like something from the turn of the century. Uh-huh. And his clothes, he had like a funky-looking short jacket. and But the <laughs> he was he was attached to the instructor, and he was beaming. Like the love was so intense and the pride and it, it was overwhelming for me and I start I was tearing up. I'm sitting there in class and I got tears coming in my eyes and I'm like, Oh my god, and they're gonna think I'm a freak. Uh-huh. And I'm but because this is how it affects me, I feel the emotion of it. Of you know, the spirit. Yeah, that, that that emotional charge is what what I connect to and that's right. what kinda gets my attention. Um and I kind of shook it off. But he was there, and then I saw him again the next day, because this went on for a couple of days, this he, class. He was attached to the... He was there for him. I don't want to say he was attached, but he was watching him. I think he's pretty much always with him. Um, uh-huh. Does the speaker know this, you think? 
Well, it's funny. Three days later in the class, he starts talking about his grandfather, who's this great healer in Switzerland. And this guy was definitely a European old guy. And the love, and he started crying when he was talking about his love for this man. And the connection was so there. It was uh -huh. just, it was an intense emotional connection. And it was a beautiful thing. I mean, I just, I felt, I felt so thankful that I could kind of dip my toe in that. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, why could it, you know, a atheist so, asshole like me get a chance like this i just right. wow so you, you you can't see an actual face i saw his face i do sometimes sometimes uh -huh. it i had an experience um uh, like six weeks ago in my house where i dropped all my guard again and mm -hmm. i'm like all right you want to come approach me let's let's see what happens and i started getting i feels like ants going up the back of my head and when something's about to happen i just get this weird sensation yeah and it looked like I was looking through a lens with a smudge in the middle of it. I saw a smudge in my hallway, and it was very tentative, like, approaching me. And then all of a sudden, it's on the couch, and I'm like, all right, I'm not going to push it away. And it got right on top of me. And that's when I, I, I let it be there for maybe 30 seconds, and it's like, I felt like the weight of somebody on me, and it was touching my face, my arm, like, wow, like... Yeah, this it just wanted contact with another human, um, and that was when I was like, All right, "That's enough, get the fuck off of me!" And I put my shields back up, and it turned into an ember and shot right in the ceiling, and that was gone, and it was just gone. vanished, gone. And you felt the spirit touch your face, like I get physical contact. That's mm -hmm. my one little weird thing. Sometimes I don't particularly like physical contact, but I get. You um, don't like physical contact with spirit. Spirit. Or? Oh, I like physical contact in other cases. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> You're lovely, lovely spirits. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> you're into humans. Humans, living mm. humans. <laughs> yes, sexy spirits. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. I mean, what if you did fall in love with a spirit? Oh, that'd be really. Although no labels, right, Gary? We're not. We're sure. we're living in a society that I fully don't completely understand it's, right now. But yeah, it's twenty eighteen. Inter, interspecies love is completely acceptable in my book. <laughs> I don't think there are probably isn't venereal diseases, but maybe on an energetic level there are some newfound spirit <laughs> diseases. I got demon warts. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> they vanish and come back. Yes, that's right. Yeah, at inappropriate times, what would happen? If we let down our guard right here, is that too scary to do? It feels a little uncomfortable at the moment um, because of the fact that, <laughs> um, well, is there anything that you see? It, there's a lot happening here in this area. Uh -huh. I can tell you that there's a lot of spirit energy here, and it's almost immediate, like. In this room, or in yes, okay, yeah, yeah, right away. There's something showing up right away. Um, you know, we're in your kitchen here, but it's almost like an audience. It feels like it's like a curiosity feeling, almost like what's this? This person can see me. Um, I'm not a medium, so I can't have a conversation in a sense. I get a feeling, and that's all I'm getting is a very strong feeling of um, longing. Long? Are there? Can you tell how many spirits are there? Are they? I'm only really feeling the one right now. Um, it's this is an area that I'm trying to work on more, so mm -hmm. it's not really my expertise. I, it's a little, it's still very overwhelming for me when I kind of go there, and I don't want to be overwhelmed when I do it. Like it's like, right. whoa, right? Um, is, and this uh, must tie into your NLP studies, totally. 
Because with if you can get the NLP mastered, you can help control this, right? Totally. It's all about NLP has a lot to do with your subconscious mind, and that's really the gateway of all this is through your subconscious. Your critical mind is what stops you from, you know, it wise the fuck out of everything. Why? Why? Why should? Why? You know, like can't be and rationalize this and you know and and your limits are very much contained in your rational mind Mm -hmm. and your limits will stop you from expanding because you can do a lot more than you think you can right i mean your subconscious is so freaking powerful and it you know and you can speak directly with your subconscious the more you communicate with your subconscious the more your psychic abilities actually will come on and you could reprogram your responses and totally yes yes that week um, of NLP training had a profound impact on me it's, as far as um, I came back and I felt like I had six extra batteries in my head. Like my sensitivities went up. Um, some of the fear went away because mm-hmm. I definitely had some fear and some um, I fought this in a lot of ways I, because I wasn't comfortable with it and I didn't and my ego couldn't handle the ridicule that when you come out like Carrie, I'm talking about this with you. This is the first time I've spoken kind of in any public I would imagine a lot of people think you're nuts. Yeah, you know, and that's not a comfortable feeling um, because I don't really want to argue with them. Like, fine, if you think I'm nuts, fuck off. Right. I really don't, I don't, that's, I don't need that in my life. But um, at the same time, it's funny, you hit a point where, and I've heard this when anybody's had a spiritual awakening, because that's what I found out this is called, a spiritual awakening. When this Mm -hmm. happens, you have a choice to make at one point. It's like you can squish it all down or you can run with the ball. Because you're going to be miserable if you squish it down because it's not going away. Right. And you want to, like you said before, live your truth. Yes. Yes. My truth is to help people speak their truth whether they're dead or not. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm, I don't see myself becoming a medium. I, it's just a, it, it'll happen here and there along the way and I can go there, but I don't really feel comfortable completely in that because it's, it's until I can really limit the physical sensations I get from it. I right. don't like that way it feels at all. Well, yeah, until you get to a point where you know how to make it go away. Like, like open up and still protect myself. Like, that's, I haven't figured out the sweet spot yet where I'm still protected, but I can bring them in. Right. And, um, and I know that's a skill that's there, and, I, and I'll probably learn it. I'm just not there yet. I'm, wait, I'm, I'm a rookie in this, totally. Right. But this is something you're actively working on. Every, every morning I work on it. So that spirit that you saw right here in the kitchen. Yes. Is it a, does it have a, is it male? Is it female? It's male. It's male. How old is he? Um, I don't know. He's not here now. I, I, I didn't really tune in. I was kind of like, nope, not going to really look at you too much. I know you're right. here. I know you're, there's, they're all over the place. And when you're in the city, they're, it's teeming with, teeming with the dead. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Um, hospitals are, are intense. Um, there's, does it matter? But there's a cemetery across the street. A lot of times, that's not where the spirit is. Um, okay. You know, spirits usually fled the body long before it go- ends up in the box in the ground. But um, mm-hmm. sometimes it's where they end up because they want to be near their flesh. Remains can trigger hauntings. People who don't realize they have remains in their house or in their basement and they can't understand what the fuck is going on right. because there is an energetic connection to the remains. If a spirit is trapped here, it tends to be more attached to its remains because it doesn't understand the physical separation of spirit and, right. and flesh. So flesh is still an anchor to this to this plane where when it can realize that it is fully intact as spirit, it can move on to the next, whatever that next level is. So do you think these spirits are battling a similar 
spiritual situation than humans are? Like, are, are some of these spirits just not sure why they're here and what they're supposed to be doing? Yes, a lot of them are very confused. They're very caught up in their own pain. I've heard some mediums actually say that they're almost in a loop of their own death, which sounds awful to me, like yeah. to be repeating their own death over and over again as they try to sort it out. But then again, we're thinking in the term of, of linear time. Right. And it's not. So it's, it's, to us, it seems like, oh my God, in, in an hour, I'm going to die again in another hour. And it's like, I don't think that's the experience they're having. But if I was a spirit and you I You are saw, a spirit, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> right. But if, if I was one of these spirits that had already left my physical body yes they you think they can they tell the difference between me who's a spirit that's alive still in my meat suit <laughs> <Your> meat pocket <laughs> <laughs> they, they know that they're they don't have a physical body right they yeah. do yeah they've been set free okay but they're not set free because they're still on this earth don't they want don't they realize that all the other spirits that are like them are not happy on our search. There's a for- separation somewhat. We're, they were talking about like two, almost like different planes of existence. And our spirit can be in all of these planes, but it's not like, um, it's not like once you're dead, like it's a club of the miserable spirits and the happy spirits. They don't hang out together. They're on different frequencies. It's about, you know, I used to laugh at this. I used to mock this stuff so bad. Like, oh, what are you Vibration. Have you heard about that? The vibration. Sure. Everything does vibrate, though. Yeah. That's part of how it works. Lower emotions are a lower frequency of vibration. More like a base. Yeah, yes, it's a lower, slower vibration, like anger, guilt, fear, all these things. Where joy, bliss, um, love, enlightenment, these are higher forms of vibration. And if a spirit is at that level, there is no, it's, you know, the law of attraction or whatever. There's no connection to these low frequencies anymore. Right. So that's not, you know, it doesn't work that way. They don't see each other or they don't. It's just not hang part out. of the plan. They just don't hang out. There's uh-huh. not, that's the chore for the lower frequency spirit is to find its truth because that's what this planet is all about. We're here to learn something. So there are some spirits that are wandering around that are happy. Um, not stuck. There are spirits that are joy, but they're not here. They're moved on to whatever the next... I don't understand that part. I really don't. Uh-huh. But I, the, the message I get is there's a hierarchy of existence of almost like an evolution. Yeah. Um, like a multiverse. And we are... This is just one small part. I mean, there are people that go so out in the fringe and, hey, man, maybe they're right. I have no freaking idea where they talk about spirit and um, alien races like... Like this whole thing could be, <laughs> we could be in the matrix for all I know. You know, I don't, I don't know. Right? Maybe they're not even humans. Exactly. Well, you know, that's that's the talk about angels. Actually, uh-huh. you cannot be. I'm not a Christian, uh-huh. but I am very clear that there is a much more powerful force that's a guiding principle up there that they call angels. But angels were never human. I don't think. Right? That's. I think that's the the story. They were never human. These are a different being. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I'm told that I have tons of angels around me all the time so there you go and i like that's a great thing i'm ready to buy into that that story any day it sounds, yeah, that good. sounds good who doesn't want to be surrounded by angels it sounds pretty kick-ass like yeah. here's michael he'll kick the crap out of anything that comes near me <laughs> <laughs> so be, between your 12 and five years ago uh so let's go like 10 years ago did mm-hmm. you did you remember that before you were 12 you used to see these spirits i have memories of it but i just put it away as like childhood fantasy mm-hmm. crazy stuff it it started ringing true when i started re-experiencing those same sensations i'm like oh this is familiar oh yeah that's right this is exactly i was just a frightened child and 
and I was a frightened adult when this started happening. It scared the bejesus out of me experiencing this. I mean, I can't tell you the abject fear I felt when I, I feel a hand on me and I can't yeah. see anything and I, and the temperature just dropped 10 degrees in the room and I'm like, what is in here? Like, there's an intense feeling when somebody is right next to you staring at you like, sure. whoa, what is that? Um, I didn't like it at all. Yeah. But I don't, the fear has dropped away completely because I'm in charge. I'm, right. I'm the boss right here. When I'm here... You're in charge of your own emotions. I, I am in charge of it, and I still have problems, you know, like we all do. We lose it and get mad or whatever, but um, I'm in charge of my space around me, and if something is getting in my space, I have seniority of the space. I am the boss here, and I can eject it in a second, and we all can. So if you self-medicate right now, will this <laughs> disappear? <laughs> um no it just gets harder Um, it's interesting the vibration of weed yeah weed is somewhere i forget the how the measurement of numbers but it's like in a 400 range and that's why weed can be really fun because it can take you into an altered state like the fourth dimension sort of state that's where you're at problem is when you're vibrating higher than that and you smoke weed it pulls you down Uh uh-huh and i don't want to go down right i'm into being like i'm my sensitivity my awareness the how I experienced love is so intense right now, and I, I like it. I'm a, more intense than ever before. In your ever life. before, mm-hmm. and that feeling of um, oneness with things, and this feeling of um, I feel this like I. <laughs> this is where we go crazy, train Gary. Uh, yeah, bring it. <laughs> I, all right, <laughs> I have. I do have communication with these higher beings when I go into my meditation in the morning because I ask for it. Yeah. And that is funny that it's a simple, that is one of the simple principles, ask and ye, sh- ye shall get or whatever. I don't know if that's out of the Bible. Right. Never read it myself. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so, but your eyes are closed and you're in a meditation. I go into a trance. Yeah, do trance. Yeah. Um, and With chanting? I don't chant. I know. Okay. I don't chant. But you just, with your meditation, silent meditation, you um, I've tried it. lots of different ones. I've done guided ones and sometimes those are really good. I like the ones that actually have the binaural beats in them that actually get your brain hemispheres Okay. Uncertain because you can crank, you can listen to the frequency you want to go to, and it can kind of help you lift to it. Interesting. Um, yeah. So I listen to. I've been listening to this piece of music that it's got the binaural beats of the frequency of love, which is a higher vibrational frequency, and um, I'm very drawn to that because it feels really good. To is be, it just like a, a tone? It's. I think it's. Um, you don't even hear it. It's sub. Okay. Um, it's beyond our hearing. Yeah, but it's there. It's in the recording, and so that's what I use. I just I light a candle. Um, I used to follow more the seance route. I learned how to do that. Like you put a bowl of water in the room because you get very dehydrated. For some reason, spirit energy can de- it'll take the water from you if you don't. Have- so you put a bowl of water out, and, uh-huh. and it keeps you hydrated. Um, but that was I'm not into calling. I don't. I don't really want to call things to me. I because unless I'm really clear in my intent of why I'm doing this. Well, it wouldn't your intent be to help free them? Yeah, but I'm still not really crystal clear. The the. I know they need to speak the truth, but I don't feel qualified to... I don't want to mess with things that I don't really know. Right. Because it's a little scary getting involved in things you don't know. Because there are negative things out there, too. Well, where you're at right now kind of reminds me of that 70s show, The Greatest American Hero. <laughs> this, where he it's was awful a, when I fly. <laughs> yeah. He was a superhero. He found... He like had this... Had to learn his powers. But he didn't have the manual. He had the, yes. the cape and the yes. outfit. That's but he actually was a, a good metaphor. Yeah. I feel like that. Like, I, I'm... I have seeked quite a bit of help, but I've been very careful about who I talk to because there's it's a Kukmeisterville out there, you know, and there um it's a fine line between somebody who's completely schizophrenic and right. maybe somebody who actually is channeling right. these higher entities. So you gotta you know, you gotta you 
trust your gut. And um, now I feel much clearer because my gut really tells me, okay, run away or hang out with this person. And, yeah. um, and I, you're developing a stronger muscle to block it all out. Totally. And, and I'm building my own skill set up. And, and the people that I was drawn to that are, are good at what they do have all told me the same thing. So which that for, is really... Which is what? Well, they, they tap into what's going on with me. And they're like, you, you have all these psychic powers, but you don't really understand you're sort of randomly using them because your ego keeps getting in the way because you keep self-ripping on yourself and saying, bullshit, you couldn't possibly have this ability. Uh-huh. I've only really started coming out with it like literally three months ago. I started talking. I kept it to myself because I felt like people are going to just think I'm crazy. Would you talk to your wife about it? She knew because she also experienced the haunting that was in the house. She did? Yeah. She saw the same spirits you did? She didn't see them, but they made a lot of noise when I stopped going in the studio. They started getting a little perturbed. Uh-huh. There was one night they wanted you to play. They wanted the mu- the music is what was bringing them to in and really drawing them to me. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going in the studio. <laughs> we were upstairs, and it sounded like a moving company was down. It was like they were moving stuff around, banging. The dogs were barking nonstop, like really? hair standing on end. What if you would play somewhere else? What if you played guitar in the living room? <laughs> it, I, something about that room. Also, I, I there could be. A, Dude, this is like, I, there's probably combinations of, of scientific reasons why specific places. For instance, I know on the earth there are ley lines. Uh-huh. And if you look that up, Google ley lines. They are energetic um, lines on the earth. And there's definitely a higher incidence of hauntings on ley lines, especially where they cross. Mm-hmm. It's a magnetic, it's an energetic portal. And it's all energy. It's, it's really what it is. It's, it's just about energy and, and what draws it in. Does that have anything to do with, uh, I forget the word, but where earthquakes, the things that create earthquakes, the seism- seismatic? I honestly don't know. The ley line thing was just fascinating to me because I saw there was correlation. It doesn't mean it's for real. It's just that they've noticed that there's more activity around ley lines, almost mm-hmm. like this is a magnetic subway system that mm-hmm. uh, an energy being could travel in, maybe. Right. Sounds like good bullshit to me. I'm ready to roll with it. Well, the, there's... When I lived in San Francisco, I was friendly with this girl that said, I have to move away from San Francisco because there's too many lost souls here. And it's because there's an energy. And I think because we're over a fault line that it's creating all these lost souls. It's drawing all these lost souls. Here. It's interesting. I mean, I would be, I would love to, I, I've ne- actually never been to San Francisco, but I would be curious to, to feel that, stand in it mm-hmm. and experience it. I know that um, certainly battlefields, Um, Oh, my God. Those are intense places because of the amount of people killed painfully quickly who are stuck there. Like Gettysburg is is so freaking haunted. It's crazy. Um, England, man, some of the old battlefields. Mm -hmm. There's countless interviews from people who live near these. It's like, oh, they constantly are seeing soldiers walking down the... Like walking around, crying, looking for their lost, you know, their lost souls. Are you worried about visiting one of these places? I was so into going at one point, but actually my, the message I've got is not, that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. So, and it, I could do that and kind of go down that road, but it's not my purpose. So I'm going to stick with, um, I'm still trying to fully figure that out. Right. So every morning when you meditate, yes, the meditation isn't only for you to center yourself, but it's to get in touch with these spirits. It's definitely about contact, yes. Mm-hmm. That's and it's actually, always inside your house. Yep. I have a little spot on my third floor. I go up there. It's very quiet. I burn my candle. I 
center myself. I go into trance, mm -hmm. and then uh, let the party begin. Yeah. So, do you speak with them while you? In my head, I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I don't always understand. I mostly don't understand. I was told that I'm too open. I was one. <laughs> they said that I'm my crown chakra. I'm just learning about chakra. I used to love Shakira. She was so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning about these. These are uh, chakras are energy. Um, openings well they're they're like jeez, uh, sorry i'm having a hard time with words right now they are generations of areas in your body of energy you have a throat chakra you've got your third eye chakra your crown chakra your second chakra and they actually are different energy bands that have to do with different emotions different um they have different functions actually Se right. second chakra is our manifesting it's our sexuality it's how we present in the world right people have a lot of problems with their second chakra actually and um tuning your chakras oh my god i'm like joe crystals and, and you put no, but your there's something, on there there's is something, something because is chinese acupuncture exactly yeah. meridians right these meridians of energy we are energy beings that's what we are and um if you're not flowing yeah this isn't like a new hippy dippy thing no this it's is not ancient. i just used to mock all this stuff and now i realized you're an asshole jeff this is stuff that you're li <laughs> yeah. you're living this now um, and it's, you know, several thousands of years old. It, it is. And it makes so much sense when you start thinking about how energy works in the body and emotions. Mm -hmm. And like, for instance, people with, um, who are not, if they're blocked in their throat chakra area here, they get thyroid problems a lot. They're not speaking their truth. And that's where this, this chakra is about. Um, ah. A lot of problems with cancers in people's uh, reproductive areas and their second chakra is all blocked up. I mean, there's... It's fascinating. So the emotional blockage you experience will correlate to the disease that you get. You will pay on a cellular level if you do not deal with your issues. Yes, this right. is this is true. You've probably heard of like the cancer personality or someone who holds it all in who gets ulcers. They get right. this. Yes, it will manifest as a physical problem because you are not flowing, and that's why it's so critical to try not to, you know to try to address these things like fear. Your if, you, if you're into archetypes, archetypes like. Um, your inner prostitute is a big one. We all have an inner prostitute, and it's not a sexual worker. But what it is is it's what your inner prostitute. What will it sell out for, out of to keep you safe? Yeah. Like sell out your dreams, sell out your purpose in life, because it's safer to stay small and stay hiding here. And that's your prostitute. It's selling your soul to protect you, but it's bullshit because you're going to pay for it in the end. Right? You think you're staying in your safe place, but right. you're not. Safe ain't safe, people. Right? Yeah. That's okay. So. Your mission right now in the morning. My mission. <laughs> Mr. Phelps. <laughs> what do you want to do? Are you just hanging out with these spirits? Are you, are you having actual conversations? Like, I ask, I ask for forth? things. I, I ask for things and things happen. And man, it's crazy sometimes. Like what? Can you give me an example? All right. All right. So I'm going through a divorce right now. Okay. Um, Good times are being had by all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. But the divorce is not related to this. No, it's not at all. Um, but it's, you know, it's divorce sucks, right? It's, it's supposed to suck. Or you wouldn't do it. Um, right. But like... But I, it's better than being in a bad marriage. It, totally. <laughs> that would be your inner prostitute that would keep you in a marriage. And we've seen this with our parents, especially. We right. see people staying together who don't even fucking like each other anymore. Yeah. And the love is pretty much... It's responsibility. It's, it's safety. It's mm -hmm. why they're there. And, and that, that life is misery. That is not where you want to be. Trust me, people. Right. Um, I ask for things. I, I've been asking for my own spiritual development. Like, help me open up 
I remember when I asked to open up my third eye more. I asked. I was told. I was specifically you asked the spirit. Yes, the, the spirit angels, was... the people that are around me, the entities that are always with me. Can you help me with this? And holy crap! They. It was. I felt like, like I was tripping on acid for a moment there, and then uh-huh. I like I, my sensitivity went up. Lately, <laughs> well, we're, we're going there. What the hell, man? Yeah, I, I've been couple weeks ago i was like i want to resonate at the frequency of love all the time i want to i really do because it feels so good and i want to draw you know the whole law of attraction thing which has had had the shit commercialized out of it into a stupid dippy movie and stuff but there is um there's real truth behind this of like attracting like yeah um energetically so you know if you're a miserable asshole you're probably going to see a lot of miserable assholes in your life that's just the way it works and um but if you are resonating at love and you're expressing love some beautiful things are going to come into your life. And yeah, baby. Yeah. I mean, I know a couple of people that have met the Dalai Lama mm-hmm. and they both independently said the same thing to me that yes. they just, he was just glowing at this aura about him. Yes. He's high, fre- high frequency of vibration, mm-hmm. um, love. You know, he's above love actually, you know, it's enlightenment, which is one of the top ones. I, I probably, I don't know if I'll ever reach enlightenment. I just want to, I'm addicted to love. But Might as well th- face it. Do you think the uh, meditation is something separate than the it's spirits? Criti- it's critical to, if you want to have, let's, let's even take out any of the spiritual thing. Let's say your higher mind. We'll call it, if you want to communicate with your higher mind, the best part of you, the essence of you, um, which probably is more in your subconscious because your subconscious is not your critical mind, not judging everything you do. Right. It's where the flow will come. It's where the flow is. Exactly, man. That's yeah. it. That, and that is, you are in a really special place when you're in that flow. And, yeah. And you've experienced it. You know what it's like. It's fucking awesome. When yeah. I think most creative people. Oh have my God. It's like a magical thing when you are, you just know, you're in a, you're in the knowing place mm-hmm. and it just, or the not knowing or, the not, or whatever. And that's exciting, <laughs> but you're not yeah. afraid. Fear is not part of you. You're just riding that wave. Yeah. And you, and you know, it's, going to be okay yeah no matter what um going with the flowing so your feet don't know it <laughs> that's right yo um that's that's it man and, and meditation i didn't get it in the beginning i did it for months and i'm like this is fucking dumb i'd sit there and be like my monkey mind would just go crazy i'd be like what do i need to do today i gotta pay the bills I gotta do with my eyes closed like right but you wouldn't get past the distraction. And finally, somebody taught me a couple little things about meditation that I didn't understand, that it's all about creating space between thought and reaction and emotion. And I didn't really get that. What is that? Can you, can, yes. for anyone listening, can you teach all right. them that? Who has experienced the asshole in their head? Mm-hmm. The asshole in your head is when you're, if you're just doing something like doing the dishes or something, but there's a conversation going on in your head of what you should have said in the supermarket or what you should have said to this person. And maybe that argument is even going on right. and it's negative talk or saying you're an asshole. You're too chicken to do this. It's talking down to you. It's your, you know, it's you having this negative talk in your head. I noticed the big difference when you finally get the meditation is there's a separation and that voice will go quiet. And holy cow, is that a difference in your life? It's thought does not equal emotion. When you can separate these two, right. and that's what meditation does. It creates the space in between. So you can have the thought and then let it go. Mm-hmm. You just let it go. But you're not struggling to fight it to make it go away. No, and that's um, the simple trick with meditation is just focus on your breath. Mm-hmm. And at first, that can be very difficult and very frustrated. Like, 
Because then your mind wanders to something. It wanders. That's okay. Bring right. it back. Yep. But you'll find that you can hold that thought much longer. It, all it is is it's exercise for your brain. You're, right. you're, you're exercising your ability to focus, and you're not just living in autopilot like, you know, squirrel, whatever else jumps in. Right. You're not it's, living in a state of reaction. Exactly. You're it's, living in a state of action. So you disconnect from that, and you come back to your breath. Just keep coming back to your breath, mm-hmm. which centers you in your body. And this gives you the ability to now go into a deeper level gives you the ability to reach your higher mind, get into your subconscious, and that flow state becomes something that's way more possible for you. And, and we're not even talking about spirit stuff here. I'm just, this is just your brain. Yeah. But, Try using it, people. But, but this, when you get to this state, you feel like that helps you connect with the spirits yes. that are around you. Oh, absolutely. It opens things up. It, it gives you the ability to tap into your innate psychic abilities, which every human on this planet has. We just ignore it, and it's muscle like anything else. Uh, do these mediums say that any human can be a medium? No, I don't. I don't. I there's mixed opinions on that. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, anybody can be psychic. Everyone is psychic, actually, but not all psychics are mediums. But all mediums are psychic. I don't really f- get how that. Who decides that? I don't really know. And I have heard some people that know anybody can become a medium, but I've heard mostly know that you have to kind of come on board with this thing. Right. So you're saying that. Uh, you can read people's energies. Yeah, that's that's generally what I get. I get hit with their energy first I, when I'm standing in their energy field. Yeah, not always. I don't even have to be near them. Sometimes if there's whatever connection, mm-hmm. like I said, I get I get triggered by names, mm-hmm. which I do not understand. I'll see a comment from someone, and it's not even the comment; it's their name, and it's like it's like a bell goes off in my head. Like, oh, need to talk to them. But I've I've pulled that shit in a little bit because, like I said, I used to make the mistake of just telling them things. Right. Which was intense for some of them because, um, like, what kind of things would you um, tell them? I was, all right, I was having lunch with this guy in the class, and it just, I just threw it out there. I'm like, you know, your father does love you. It wasn't your fault your bike was stolen, your kid, and, and this is something you, you need to move on. Wow. And, and he got really emotional, like, how did you know that? And I'm like, I didn't even realize it just sort of came out. I wasn't thinking, it just yeah. blurted it. That's not a cool thing to do. Yeah, because people have to want that. Well, you changed his timeline. And think about the, the weight of oh. when words have power. Yeah. You can say something to someone, and we all do this. You, you might have just caused just enough change in their life. Like, you know, um, you're at the supermarket. You know, people who eat carrots, um, I hear they get dumber the older they get. That's just something my doctor grandfather said. Could be total bullshit. Right. But somebody may believe that, and now maybe they didn't eat carrots the rest of their life, and now they have problems with vision, or I don't know. Like yeah. seriously, like words have power. Yeah. And we're seeing this right now in politics. You know, with the mountain of bullshit that's dumped on us. Yeah. The effect it has. Some people are so blind to it, they will just buy into whatever they're told. Can you see? Something about me? Well, you're a very centered guy. You're a calm guy when I'm around you. I think it's why I've always liked you, Gary. I I, I feel very peaceful when I'm around you. Um, you know, so I don't get. You know, I get more hits from women for some. Hey, man, I, I like to hit on women more. I and I've, I've got a good amount of angst. Oh, I know you do. You got that, but you can't. You keep it. You keep it reined in somewhat too, which I I appreciate. Like you're, you don't fly off in the judgment world. Uh-huh. Until you get triggered, and then you do. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mostly, I think it's an intimacy thing with women. I have a much easier time reading women. Um, or it's because they're generally more open. That's part two to that, for sure. Uh-huh. Men, men hold it in. We, we are, you know, we're taught this. We're strong. We keep it in. We don't express our emotions. Women, 
will express their energy much more openly. And like I said, I'm kind of a rookie and mm. and recognizing and I'm I'm working on it every day. I'm going to a class. To, I mean, I'm like on the, the path to learn this more. Right. But there'll be a certain thing that could trigger a strong reaction. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it could come from guys or girls. It can. I've definitely had it with men. It's just mostly I tend to, um, it happens easier with women mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Um, interesting. The guy I was talking to, I think he might have been gay. Uh-huh. So maybe he had more of a stronger feminine side? Okay. I, I don't know. Like, that's interesting. And you were right. His bike did yes, get stolen. Yeah it, it was, yeah. it shook him up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it was bad. But I, I, there's been a couple situations where I, total strangers I talked to about what was happening in their relationships. <laughs> that is not cool. Can, can you give us another example yes. of what happened? Um, well, one woman, she politely told me to fuck off after a while. And that's fine. She but Because did. she didn't invite me into her life. And right. I stepped right in. And I know I was right. I, Were you at, at a restaurant? <laughs> no, it was actually online. She was on the other side of the world. She was in Panama. Okay. It was on the internet. Yes, on the internet. doesn't uh-huh. matter. Ener- energy it doesn't really... You don't have to be sitting with someone. So what happened? You messaged her? I just saw her name, and, and her name triggered something in, in me that... Um, I'm not going to say her name, but I... Right. Um, so I sent her a message, and I told her I was concerned that she's blocking out all this love in her life because she, she got burned really bad, and she's focused on just... Her business, but in the end, that's going to circle around and wreck her business and wreck her family life because she's keeping love away because she's attached love and uh, betrayal, and they are not the same thing. They are complete. But sometimes people will interconnect emotional experiences. That if I stay away from love, I will not experience betrayal. Right. If you that's, don't make yourself vulnerable, you can't get hurt. That's a trap. You'll pay for that. So you you messaged her this. Yeah, I did. And what did she write back? She was like, um, I'm not really comfortable with this, especially with a stranger. Um, I'm, she was a little taken back and a little shocked. And she was like, you know, this is interesting. There's something in I, this message is, I get this message totally. <laughs> um, but I'm not comfortable. I really don't want to, I'm not comfortable talking to you about this. This is not, um, please don't, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> really? I'm- yeah. She's got, she got a little upset. I'm surprised she didn't ask for your phone number to at least talk. It's funny. Voice. Yeah. Um, I had a similar experience with another person. Actually, it was in New York here. And mm-hmm. I looked them up and actually dr- just went to see them. You did? I did. <laughs> talk about stepping on through somebody's boundary. How did you encounter? How did, did you even encounter it was a name. this person? Saw the name. Saw a name like on Facebook? Yeah. Set okay. me off. Set me off like big time. Went to see this person. Um, because I needed to tell him it was a relationship. Again, it seems like I'm very caught up in love, like and we love questions with love and problems with love. This is my well. You're going through a divorce. So. I am, and I also I just feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. This is my sweet spot. Is helping people um, find love again. This is important, um, yeah. especially with themselves, because that's where it always starts. If you don't love yourself, you're going to have problems, right? All down the road. Um, but I did. I approached. I just got in my car and drove, and found out she had a store. Went uh-huh. to the store thinking maybe she'll be in the store, and it was just her behind the counter. So yeah. okay, so you, you find her store. I did. You so you probably googled her name, found her store. Yes. You drive to her store. Yeah. You walk in. Yep. And how do you introduce yourself? I'm like, hi. I know you through. You don't know me, but I know you through this, and I just I felt compelled to come see you. I just needed to tell you something. Uh huh. And she was she enjoyed it. Uh huh. She did. She was like, wow. And she was just about to uh, make a trip to figure out if she wanted to get engaged or not, like a, a walkabout or whatever, you know what I mean, where you go and kind of think about your choices. Yeah. And I 
It was just a matter of, um, I wanted to tell her what else is possible. It, is it necessary? This was the message that came through before she told me this is, maybe it's not an either or. Maybe there is, you can relate to the relationship different as opposed to deciding to keep the relationship or not. Have you thought about your relation with your relations kind of thing? And, right. And she was like, whoa. you know. And it, but it, I think it was helpful in that case. Well, you totally changed her perspective. It did. And it, I could tell she was, I mean, she actually called me after that and like, you know man and she's like that was awesome to get something from a stranger that was so spot on to what i'm doing and so that felt good so that worked out all right yeah um but it like I said doesn't always and, and i now that i'm in a spiritual community of people who are mediums and psychics they're like that's not cool dude you'd never do this unless they ask and that makes total sense because right. what if she'd freaked out what if i put doubt in her head somehow and she dumped this guy so a kid who's going to cure cancer is not born i mean like it gets big when you think about timelines right you're like marty mcfly messing with tom going back <laughs> exactly <laughs> God, miles probably gonna see some serious shit <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of a rule among mediums not to do that it, ask this is the rule for all of us ask for what you want mm -hmm. and but as someone who has an answer don't give an answer to somebody who didn't ask a question mm-hmm now, do you, is this any way wrapped up with the divorce at um, all? No, this all hap started happening before that, and it wasn't a stressor for my marriage. It wasn't a stressor. No, okay. it was just a cycle of a relationship had just hit the end. Right. And a uh, values difference. Right. Yeah, and that's that. And was she supportive of... Yes, very, still very supportive. She wants me to... Oh, my God. She keeps pushing me to go full, like, out yourself, Jeff. Out, And I'm, I've been very resistant. I'm very... This is the first time, like I said, I'm talking that... I don't know how many listeners you have, but this is the first time I've really talked at all publicly about it. I've, mm -hmm. I've privately discussed it. I can't really talk about it with my family much. Cause I'm, like, my mother does not want to talk about this stuff. Right. Which but is typical. She, but you have a history of it because she heard this when you were a kid. Yeah, she is still, she's like, la, 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 don't want to, don't want to, you know. Right. She just doesn't really want to hear about any of this. And that's fine. You know, I'm not going to, there's nothing worse than talking. It's like, <laughs> it's like talking about liberal policies to somebody who's conservative. Like, they don't want to fucking hear it. Right. So yeah. why would you want to shove it down their throat? Because they're just going to piss them off. It's and falling on deaf ears. It's yeah. falling on deaf ears. So I... I'm kind of coming from that place. I don't need to prove anything to anybody. It was more I need to prove it to me. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to accept this, like, all right, Jeff, are you nuts? Let's be really clear you're not nuts. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm really not nuts. Um, now, when you have an experience of freeing one of a spirit, one of these spirits, yeah. do, and, they, and like the story you told before where he vanished up to the ceiling. That wasn't freeing it. That was saying, get the fuck out of my house. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> I haven't really, I don't have a lot of experience of freeing except for that one experience when I was with other mediums who, okay. that was, I didn't create, I received the message because the message was for me. Right. Um, this, and um, it was actually for the spirit to express. It needed to t say its truth. I just happened to be the, the receiver of it. He was confused. He thought I was one who had to hear like he was very dedicated to telling me because he drove he, to your store and walked. <laughs> exactly, he attached to me. Right. He's like, I'm telling the guy who plays guitar. You guys don't play guitar. I'm not talking to you. But isn't that kind of a no-no? Uh, he did. Yes. It's funny you should say that. The medium said that he crossed the line with me a couple of times uh -huh. because I actually caught. I would kind of get a little trancy when I was playing, and I came to playing something I don't know how to play, and it scared me. Actually, uh -huh. like I was playing some weird jazzy piece, and like I don't even know how to play jazz. Like, what the hell was that? Right. And um. They, again, these mediums did not know anything about this. I hadn't told them. They said that he has tried you on like a glove because you channel, because you have the ability to channel. And so, he, but he, but you didn't give permission. 
Was this Conrad the musician? Yes. It was? Yeah. Okay. So where does he go after this? If he's, if Good he's question. Free? Don't know. I mean, he moved on. This is what was keeping him stuck here. And by expressing it, supposedly, you know, he graduated. Now he's in high school. I don't know. I, I don't really... Do you, oh, was he a young guy? I, I say high school. I have no, I'm, I'm saying that metaphorically. Like, he moved... He's not stuck here anymore. Mm-hmm. And the feeling... He's gone such, to Berkeley College of Music. Yes, now. exactly. I mean, it felt it felt so good. It's a really positive feeling of like relief. Oh, I would imagine it feels like, really. Good. Oh my god! And I'm, such I would a imagine weight. you feel a little drained afterwards. I yeah, it was draining me worse when he was here though, because mm. he was attached to me, and so it was sucking me dry. He was manifesting whatever he could do through me, right? And it wasn't evil or anything. And I, I you know, I don't. I know some people get very caught up in that, especially if they're Christian. It's this is evil. These are evil. No, it's not. It's uh-huh. people. Right. You know what? Here's the thing. If you're a douchebag in life yeah. and you die a douchebag, you're still going to be a douchebag, okay? That's the way it works. You don't become a nice person if you're an asshole your whole life. Right. And a douchebag spirit might not attach themselves to or you, they might, right? Or they might. Or they might just hang around and cause you to feel like anxious all the time. Or uh-huh. like say there's you say you had an asshole spirit in this place. That's yeah. why people get cleanings done. Right. And you're like, I feel anxious all the time. Or I'm arguing. Or I feel... When you walk into that energy, you are affected by it. It will affect you. you and whatever the, the primary um, emotional f- thing that's going on with the spirit, you will be affected by it. Mm-hmm. You might be pissed off all the time. Why am I mad? Why am I fucking mad all the time? Like, or why am I sad? Why I keep crying? Right. And what if you create a hostile environment? What if you're living with someone and you just bick- you, you just start bickering yeah. all the time? Yeah. And you're creating a hostile environment. Yes. Will you attach? That's an interesting question. Um, you Will you attract? Create, you, yeah, you energetically are creating a negative sort of energetic situation. And will negative spirits be drawn Maybe. to that? Maybe. If it's something that's there, could be, yeah. No, uh-huh. I mean, I, I don't really know the rules how that works, but, but yes, um, I think that people with mental illness and people with drug addictions tend to have more problems with this, but that gets ignored because they're crazy drug addicts and they're, they're this. So they're like, there's something here. It's like, he's crazy. Right. Well, that's a, th- a lot of drug addicts get a bad rap because they're taking drugs because maybe they do have this power. Could be. This, that's a really good point because I self-medicated for most of my life to right. uh, quiet my head down. Um, so nobody dropped a net on me. <laughs> right. So the problem wasn't, I mean, not for you, but the problem for a lot of addicts could not be that they're an addict, but the problem could be that they have this high ability. sensitivity or high uh, sensitivity. To they're things. empaths and they're suffering. Yeah, empaths. There are support groups for empaths all over the place, mm-hmm. um, and you know, it's people look at an empath and just say they're highly sensitive people, right? And that's it. Yes, they are. Um, doesn't mean they're psychic in certain ways they may just be reacting to their environment constantly and they haven't learned how to sort of encapsulate themselves a little more and protect themselves boundaries baby so and nlp can help that nlp is just awesome technology i i'm going back for my, technique there's so many techniques in nlp do you call it a technology yeah i think it's a technology it was created uh-huh. by a bunch of psychiatrists in the 60s uh-huh. um, who came up with this study it was a study of excellence like how can you copy someone else mirror model someone else's excellence if you do exactly what they do their physiology if i get the if i'm thinking the way they're thinking we're all why can't i be like them and you can in some sense you know certain things Uh uh-huh um so it's it's breaking that down and and also realizing the modalities we communicate are different you may be an auto, auto like you may be a kinesthetic person 
Right. And I'm say I'm a visual person, so I'm using all visual metaphors. And as a kinesthetic person, you're sitting like, I don't freaking get this guy at all. Right. So our communication breaks down. Think about a married couple that don't really take this in account. They get married, and then they feel like they never get resolution in arguments because their modalities are different for communication, so they're not connecting. Right. But if you knew this person's kinesthetic, you might touch them more when you want to make a point. You might use kinesthetic. Do you feel what I'm saying? Like, do you, you know, you can use your verbiage. Yes. That, yeah, it's similar to how I'm not good at geography if I look at a map. Mm-hmm. But when I've traveled to a place, I will always remember the geography of the place. Mm, that's definitely, that's more of on a, on a kinesthetic. You probably auto, I would say my sense of you is audible, audio, Audio digital is, is you use all of them, but you have some primaries. Like, because I'm audio digital, I use all my stuff. I can be very kinesthetic sometimes, but I'm also very visual. Well, if I have an emotional relationship to something, it sinks in a lot deeper mm-hmm. than just looking at some place that I've never right. been to on yeah. a map. Yeah, I get a kinesthetic vibe from you. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely feel things pretty deeply. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that's probably when you say the angst, when you talked about the angst, that's part of, if, if you're holding on to these feelings, I would... They're not good for you, Gary. No, they're not. <laughs> Gotta let them out. Gotta yeah, let them go. They're, they're energy. Energy wants to flow. Energy does not want to bunch. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Right. What are you going to do to help uh, deal with this? What do you call it a power or a situation? Well, I'm a, well um, you mean with other people or myself? or With yourself. Are, are you studying with yeah. these mediums? I, I'm not really studying with mediums. I, I've, I have taken some medium type courses i've written are these mediums i contacted you are they helping you i'm not talking to them anymore that was just for that they have no idea what i've done since then that was just the initial um i've doing a lot of my own sort of study along the way whatever feels right to me i've also joined communities because i'm trying to find like-minded people yeah which is just such a relief to talk to somebody who's going through exactly the same thing. who doesn't judge you who doesn't judge me exactly but this also seems like something you kind of really need a mentor for Totally. I would love I would love to have the right mentor in it. And it's funny you say that I am searching for a mentor. Mm. A me- so if you're out there, Mr. Mentor, <laughs> come on in. Um, a me- what did you call him? A medium mentor? I'm not. I don't really call, think of myself as a medium. I don't really know. I, you know, I don't know. How, I thought about that before he came here, Gary. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to call myself? Right. Dr. Claire sentient. Dr. X. <laughs> <laughs> you call yourself a Claire Well, I know that I, I have, that is my primary modality of clairvoyance is clairsentience, uh, but I also do have some clairvoyant, like I get these pings of knowledge sometimes of 
some things are going to happen or something uh-huh. I need to deal with or what have you. But I have zero control of it. It just kind of comes when it feels like it. I'd like to have a little more control of that. Can you bring them on? Like, can you... Can it be just something that's kind of fun? Like, say you're driving and you're alone. Can you see if there's any spirits in the car with you and just like hang out I, with I'll them? Do that. way, I'd probably crash. It's just way too distracting it's for me. It's too powerful. It is. Um, I ground myself when I'm driving sometimes. Grounding is the first thing you learn when you work with your energy. It's the first thing you're taught is gr- how do you ground yourself because energy is flowing. You want to you can dump it into the earth. Um, and what, how do you do that? Oh, my God. It's crazy. It has a lot to do with neuroplasticity, which mm-hmm. is the miracle of our brain that you, your subconscious doesn't know if it's true or not. But if you send the signal, oh, it's true. It'll like, okay, let's wire it up. Your wiring will change to match it. So I took this course on energy, and um, the first week was grounding. And they said, okay, sit there, quietly relax, close your eyes. Now, I want you to picture... There's a hole right underneath you, and it goes all the way to the center of the earth. And I would get like vertigo seeing this hole, like, whoa. Uh Now there's a grounding cable hooked to your ankle, and it goes all the way to the center of the earth. And I did this the first three days. I'm like, la, la, la. Yeah, I see my imaginary hole. And then the fourth day, oh, my God. All of a sudden, I felt like I had 20,000 volts going through my body, and I knew I had finally connected like the wiring had hooked up Mm -hmm. and now anytime i even picture that even slightly i get such a shock through my body it's and um but it's something i need to work on more because i guess i'm quite i'm a generator when it comes to this juice i'm i over generating electricity i generate a lot inside my body and that's why i had problems with um, electronics with uh, keys and hotels cell phones and it probably makes it hard to ground it it does it and it screws in my head a little bit so i'm they said that i should have it should, it's literally 10%. They said only take 10% of that energy. And I had it 100% wide open because it feels really good. Right, right. It's almost, it's very sensual feeling. It's like a, because it comes up through your second chakra, through right. your tailbone, your bottom of your spine. Mm-hmm. And it's really an incredible feeling. It, it, and you can get a little hooked into it. Like, ooh, that feels so nice. The grounding feeling. That feeling. But I, it was a little out of balance for me. And so I had to figure out how to tune it down. Right. Because it was not clean. It wasn't making things easier for me. It was making things weird. Yeah. Because it's, it's working in kind of like diametric opposites. Yeah, exactly. You know, balance is that's life, man. You need yeah. to balance these things out. Anything you go way too far into can knock you off balance. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, new toy. I can do this. Oh, man, this is so cool. I just wanted to do it all the time when I learned how to do it. Right. I mean, seems to me like you're going to have a lot of work to do with balance, not yes. just with your own energy, but dealing with the energies that you're seeing. And, other people, other incidents, other situations. Spirit, and also, whatever. now that you're going through a divorce, just like going on a first date. <laughs> ah, that's, uh, that's funny, because um, <laughs> I'm kind of interested in someone right now. You have a crush? Oh, yeah. Nice. And, and it was totally sent to me, completely. Uh-huh. I didn't... I. Oh my From, god! How was it? Sent I to asked you? for it. I just did my meditation. It was like, all right, spirit guides, angels, hook a brother up. I need, and <laughs> I want somebody who's on the same plane as me, looking for what I'm looking for, vibrating where I'm vibrating, wants the same thing. Conrad hooked you up? No, not Conrad. <laughs> but literally, then this it sounds crazy. I know it does, but I'm I've experienced it, so I'm. It's my story. I'm going to roll with it. Yeah. Um, I was online. Mm-hmm. And I got this intense feeling about this name of this person. I'm not going to say because who knows? It might, if it doesn't work out, I'm going to feel sad. Right. Um, but anyway, I felt compelled to reach out to her. And I got this feeling about Wait, her. Wait, it was just a name that popped? Just a name. And it was in Facebook. I saw she liked a post of somebody. It was just okay. a like. And I clicked on the like. Like, what is that? That like uh-huh. means something. This person's name. 
And I got this feeling about her. And so I sent her a message. I said, you're an empath, right? Uh-huh. And she's like, yep. <laughs> and how did you know that? And then we just had a two and a half hour uh, Skype conversation yesterday. This is only really? a Saturday. That okay, I, and today's Thursday. Thursday, and like we're like we're like thick as thieves already. Totally video Skype or just video audio? Skype. Oh, that's good. Yeah, she's very pretty. Video two hour video Skype. So that was kind of your first date. It really. was. It was an electronic date. Yeah. It, it absolutely was. She's she's in another state, so she's far away. But there are planes. There are <laughs> trains and automobiles. You mean like planes, airplanes, airplanes, not just planes? Whoa, metaphors. <laughs> I love them. Yes, there are those too. So I, I don't know. It's kind of neat, and I felt like I could tell her all this, and she was totally accepting of it. She was like, and her, she and she was single. Yes, because I mean, she could have been married. You don't even know. Yeah, just... I don't need that trouble in my life. Um, yeah, yeah. She's she's single. She's divorced too, and um, mm-hmm. she's her total focus these days is self love and teaching people how to love themselves more. And that crazy or what? Perfect. She had done over eighty videos on it. Like she's every day she does a video on falling in love with herself and what she like it's her way of healing through her past. Okay, like, wow. has has this ever happened to you where you got a feeling, you clicked on someone's name and then they're like an eighty year old <laughs> married woman. Mm-mm. You're like, well, I guess that I was haven't wrong. reached out to that many people. It's got to it's got to feel intense in me to do it. Right, but have you ever had a feeling where it was just wrong? Um, yeah, I've, I've definitely read things wrong, for sure. I got a strong feeling. The, 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 the struggle is deciding what's yours and what's theirs, and bias can be a real problem. That's when I say, when I say release the ego, I'm talking about your biases, and that is the hardest part of it's any clairvoyant struggle, especially if they're doing readings for people, um, is how do you take your bias out of it? What do you want for them? Take, right. That's got to go, and that's really difficult to... Because you may like them. Maybe you met them. You're like, oh, this is a cool guy. I want him, I want him to feel good. Oh, fuck. This is not a good reading. I use tarot cards. I, I use them every day, several times a day, actually. Um, you think there's a power in the tarot card? No. It's just they're, all they are a div- divination tool. They are pictures, and what they do is they trigger their triggers. It's just all, you know, the power is in the person always. It's not right. the thing. But there's an alchemy between the two when you... It kind of helps trigger the... It absolutely is part of the equation. So there, like I said, that alchemy, like the card, mm-hmm. has a picture, a feeling, a theme to it. I get a signal on something. I'm asking the question and randomly pulling them out and flopping them down. And they tell us, and a story unfolds. Wow. Um, and it's really cool. I tell everybody should use tarot cards. You won't go to hell, I promise. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they're great if you're stuck because, you know, I read this story about Tom Petty and how he wrote songs, and I thought this was brilliant. When he was stuck, he had a metal easel, and he had a bunch of magnetic words, and he would just throw them at the easel. Right. And it would trigger his imagination. It would yeah. trigger his subconscious by these combination of words, you know, and he'd write. The guy was a massively prolific songwriter, you know? Right. Well, that's a William Ginsburg trick. He would cut oh, is up, it? Yeah, he would cut up words. Uh, and just rearrange them, and that's just help. help that's help divination in a way, and in a, you're 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 tapping into your higher self because it it's going past your critical mind, and it's because it's it's chaos. But your your higher mind will go into this chaos of words, and oh, and right. the genius will flow out, and it's um. So it's just something to trigger inspiration. It's all it is, and I think anybody could benefit from that because if you're stuck. You need to talk to yourself. You need to get in touch with your, get past this sliver that's your critical mind that's in the front 
and you have this giant subconscious that wants the best for you, yeah. that runs your body. That's how muscle testing works. You know, it's the twitch right. response. That's your subconscious. You can go like this, put your hand loose, assign this is yes, assign this is no. This is from NLP. Uh-huh. Ask it, you want to ask your subconscious a question? Ask it a question. It will tell you the true answer from what you use right for you. Right. It's like how they test you for allergies. They could put something exactly. near your nose. Yep. And, and your body, all these little twitch uh, muscle react. That's your subconscious that runs your body and it knows. Mm-hmm. Like, it's funny. What, okay, what's better for me? You can go to your refrigerator and say, would this be better for me or this? And you will get a correct answer, not, I really want to eat that shitty thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, oh, no, that's better for me because it knows. Yeah. If you're in touch with it, your body will be like, I think I do want this apple now. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that, that, veil between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind is the key to all of it it's Mm -hmm. if you can release the kung fu grip you have on your conscious mind Uh uh, the the illusion of control that you can freaking control it all because you can't yeah just let go and it's going to be okay because you've got this brain this big giant brain that wants you to be okay that will work with you on this but you know shut up for a second right relax so you your quest now is to find a mentor to help you deal with these yes. sensitivities? Yes, to take it to the next level. To rule the world! <laughs> is, it, is it good to call them sensitivities? I call, you know, I sing, I don't like, I don't like saying psychic. Actually, you know what you see now? Intuitive. Intuitive. That's the new word. Uh-huh. So actually, on my, I threw up a web page this morning. My, actually, my um, VA is threw up a page for me because I'm going to start working with people who want help in this area. I'm a, I'm a coach. I work with businesses mostly okay. and individuals with whatever their issue is they want to work on but i've always been the business guy and the entrepreneur guy that work mm-hmm. work with but um i'm taking my coaching to a more of intuitive level it'll still be me and it'll still be me helping them get their shit together but i'm going to use my intuitive abilities it could all tie in it all works great together right absolutely so i don't so, want to freak them out and say i'm a medium coach to be like what right i'm a medium coach <laughs> <laughs> So you've got a, an, an exciting future ahead of you. I think so. I'm really excited about all it's this. I am really excited. I feel so grateful mm-hmm. every day. I feel even when you know divorce sucks. I'm not happy about any of this, but mm-hmm. I feel really grateful for the love I've had with my wife, right. and she's very much a part of everything that's happened to me. And so I'm very thankful to her. I feel grateful. Everything is necessary. Yeah, and it's been 20 years with her, right? 22, 22 years. Wow, yeah. it's a long time. It is. It is. And we're still business partners. <laughs> right. That should be interesting. <laughs> that's going to be a challenge, but we're working it out. We're still friends. Mm-hmm. Well, and we still good. love each other. So that's it. We just need, you know, we're going in two different directions. And I'm sure it'll go through many phases. <sighs> Isn't that, we're, we're full range humans. Yeah. Full yeah. range. Absolutely. And uh, maybe you'll get a uh, divine wisdom from uh, there's Conrad's always a lesson. cousin. <laughs> yeah, right. There's a lesson in all of it, right? Look for the lesson. How can we raise our vibration? How can we be more enlightened humans for every experience and and not do not leave your energy in a bad experience that's what kills us you know mm-hmm. we are feeding these memories from the past they are stealing from our from our our health and our future because to to have a charge still on an old memory that still makes you feel something yeah. that means you have it there's an electrical charge feeding this and that is your life force that's your prana mm-hmm. going back to this memory to keep it going but you can't remove that charge you don't even have to be psychic to do it i mean it can be removed um, there's something called timeline therapy. This is an NLP that works phenomenal. It just gets rid of the charge because the memory's great. There's things to learn from it. Yeah. So the learnings all stay, but the charge, which is fucking you up, yeah. and tripping you up, making you fearful, making you angry in ways that make no sense because that's gone. That doesn't exist anymore. Right. 
Well, wouldn't that be a sign of mental health to do away with that charge? Yeah, it definitely makes you healthier. It makes you centered. It makes you more peaceful. Makes your um, gives you clarity for decision makings. Right, and help makes you healthier in general. You pay on a cellular level when you stay spread out with these energies and these old past issues. Mm -hmm. You aren't going to live as long. Your immune system literally drops when you're sad. Your immune system goes down. Yeah. I mean, it's all, you know, the whole mind-body connection is there. Mm -hmm. So it's really worth it to take care of this stuff so you can be help, happy, healthy. Who wants that bullshit hanging around? Right. And that's why uh, perhaps this divorce is something to be celebrated. It really is. It's, a, it's an end of a cycle. Yeah. You know, relationships. Or the beginning of a cycle. Uh, well, yeah. Well, that's the beauty, right? If you're still around at the end, there's a new one starting. And, exactly. And um, that's exciting. And, and I, you know, I try to think, yeah, there's these negative things. But then on the other side... How awesome is new love? Yeah. How it's intoxicating, right? And I'm kind of like, okay, this mm -hmm. new love is going to come into my life. Lucky me, I can't wait. It's going to be so great. Yeah, but that's just a drug that goes away. And then yeah, it's a whole it's, new. It's the po I'm high on possibility, though. Yeah. And that's good. Enjoy it while it's there. Yeah, man. Absolutely. <laughs> that's it. Jeff, thanks so much. This hey, is I loved it, Gary. Thanks for having me. Thank you. <laughs> Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.